0: hello everyone and today on podcast talk with cam we will be discussing the wasteland however for now we will be talking about part one aka the burial of the dead so without further ado let's begin shall we <laughs> now Throughout this section, while analyzing, we can see quite a bit, or excuse me, quite a lot of imagery, as well as symbolism. The line, winter kept us warm, seems very normal. Right? Right? Nothing too deep to look into, but why is it that we started off with April being the cruelest month? March definitely exists, but that's not the point. Anyways. Is it because spring typically occurs in the month of April and the weather and overall environments contradict each other? Winter itself being a time where everyone wants to snuggle up real warm and keep away from the cold and the time of year where there's tons of joy and jolly. While spring, although it might not be as hot as it is during the summer, people definitely like to feel cool or maybe even cold. and do almost the complete opposite from what they would maybe do during the winter. Lilacs out ooh, lilacs out of the dead land, a kind of flower that is bright and youthful, blooming in a place in which it's the complete opposite. You know, what's up with that? What's up with all these opposing lines, huh? Hmm. Uh, as fun as it may seem, and as fun as it is to keep looking into all of these contradictories, let's dive into some of the questions some of the lovely viewers sent in, shall we? Again, I might not get through all of that today, but that's a okay. Now, first one being, why is it that April is the cruelest month? Lovely question sent in from one of the lovely viewers listening from home. Ah, uh, yes. Why is April the cruelest month? I didn't quite answer it earlier. But going back to our previous discussion, April is right after winter. Like I said, a time of good jolly fun. And when the flowers begin to bloom, while the winter vibes begin to perish and everything around it becomes funky, fresh, and colorful. Mm -hmm. Now, question number two. Who is Madame Sorceress? Mm Hmm, it appears to me she's the wisest woman in Europe. Huh, someone with psychic-like tricks who can be pretty darn rad and neat with a pack of playing cards. Sounds pretty cool to me. Hmm, well now we're going to move on to our third question, is it? Yes. What city is Elliot referring to in this so-called Unreal City? Just realized I did air quotes for Unreal City, and no one could physically see me. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, back to the city of the Unreal. Oh, uh, yes. Hmm, is it somewhere deep and mysterious in the deepest pits of the Pacific Ocean? Or are we soaring through the highest and darkest parts of the Arctic? Oh, I see. It's just London. Huh. Anyways, moving on. Question number four Why might the crowds that are headed to the financial district be significant? Well, the line size, short and infrequent, or exhaled makes me wonder. It could be. Just be me, but maybe these people might just be tired and want their money. Yeah, yeah. I'm not too sure about this one. I'm sorry to whoever sent that one in. Now for our fifth question. Sent in, uh, yes. Our second to last question for the day. Is there a single narrative voice in part one of the poem? I myself personally think there's multiple, especially with how we began to introduce new people. Yeah. Now, sorry to make things awkward for the viewers at home. For our last question, drum roll, please. What is the impact of this? And for the anonymous sender who sent that in, I think that is all up to you and whoever's interpreting this poem. Look at the time. Well, thank you guys for all turn <laughs> thank you guys for all tuning in from the comfort of your own homes, places of employment, education, supermarkets, wherever. This has been another podcast talk with Cam. And we are signing off.